Switched On on F104 and I'm joined by VIP digital editor Bronwyn O'Neill. Hello. Hi, how are you? Very good. Thank you very much for joining us. So obviously today we're going to talk not only what we can be watching but also what we can be reading. Yes, I've mixed it up this week. Love it. Um, But we'll get into what we should be watching first. Mm -hmm. If you haven't been on the Love is Blind train, which you are not... You need to get on it. You I need do. to start watching. And you know what? I have loads of friends telling me that I do. And particularly for this season. This season is insane. So we're on season four. And I keep saying that in most reality shows, as the seasons go on, people start getting wise to like what the audience want, what the like producers want. And Love is Blind is like the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. The people who are in it, think that they're like in this little bubble where they say things and the cameras aren't there mm-hmm. and then they go and they're like I didn't say that I never said that and you're like what are you talking about this season is even more <laughs> insane if that is possible than the rest um, and if you don't know what Love is Blind is it is basically this reality dating show on Netflix where people go away for a couple of months Um, They start off dating in these things they're called pods. So the boy goes into one, the girl goes into another and they can't see each other and they have to go on these kind of literal blind dates and see who they're going to marry. Yes, actually marry. So the only way they can get out of the pods and see each other is if they propose. So they propose, then they get sent off to this kind of like honeymoon in Mexico and um, preparing for their wedding and if they make it through that because sometimes they don't uh, they have to then live a real life they have to go to their own home and uh, meet their families and then get married and it's like dating in three like a whole relationship in like three months and it's really really wild <laughs> that is insane it is how, insane it is because how would you know somebody enough to go I want to spend my entire life with you <laughs> Within like three months to from going to like dating to getting married is insane. But like you only you only spend a couple of weeks before you're like I want to get engaged to you. And mm. yeah, sure you don't have to get married, but like it's it's mad and it can be very American at times where people are like I'm 25 and I have to get married now, mm. and it's like what you're 25, <laughs> your brain is finished developing. Calm down. <laughs> Some people are still in college at 25. You know it's not that important yeah. and like I do it, remember, it is wild it is wild because I remember watching I think it was probably the first season of it when we were all kind of just watching Netflix that what we were doing and I yeah. only got through a couple of them when I was just like this is a little to me it was a bit far-fetched but it's interesting to see the interactions that people were having and how much maybe like do you know what they were so open with each other so very quickly that maybe if you have a time limit like that people just share more more quickly I don't know I don't. I don't know the the science behind it. I find it really interesting. Yeah. I also find it so interesting that so many people go on this show and they're like, I don't care about looks. I don't care. Like that's the whole mm. premise. You know, you can't see what they look like. Mm. But as soon as they find out what they look like, it completely changes. It's mm. very very interesting. And I know people don't like reality TV because they think it's trashy or silly or whatever. But this is. <laughs> like a human experiment and yeah. I think we we need to investigate more into it absolutely and then we move away from that to Outlast which is another reality TV show but I think we need to talk about it I've been telling all my friends to watch it it's um, also on Netflix and it is 
insane. I can't say too much about spoiling it, but basically the premise is they take a group of 16 people, mm. uh, put them in the wilderness and see how long they can survive. So they put them in the in Canada, or in Alaska, sorry, in the like depths of the forest. Um, they have no, no tools, they have nothing. They just have to survive. The only There's no rules. The only rule is that they have to be in a group. So they form four groups and they start kind of surviving out in the wilderness some people you know kind of immediately drop out so you can't and you can't be eliminated either like no one else can eliminate you you have to choose to leave Mm. so people by the end of it I think they were out there for like almost three months which is really really insane and again it's American so it's and it is very American Mm -hmm. um, which I think kind of adds to it because I think they're a bit more nuts there. A bit more competitive. <laughs> they want to succeed and do really well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's really, really intense. And, you know, you really do kind of get to see this, like, Lord of the Flies, mm-hmm. human nature comes out because if you have to survive and you have to win no matter what, like, what will you, what will you, what do, will you do to win? Yeah. And you win, like, I think it's a million dollars at the end or maybe a couple of million. Um, I'm not 100% sure. But, what like how far will you go and people in that show go really really far I ended up watching it in like I sat up until like 2am just binging it because it's you just kind of start watching it and you're like what is what like what are you doing and again they seem to forget they're on TV and they seem to forget the cameras are there and there are some like very good reality villains in that show (laughs) Wow, I kind of love that. We're kind of looking at the psychology of people in both these shows. I kind of find that really interesting. You could definitely delve into that and write an essay on it or something if you really wanted to. <laughs> definitely. I mean, if you want, if that was like something you were studying in college, it's definitely like the way to go, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And then we move on to the book for the week. Yes, the book for the week is by Irish author Eva Fitzpatrick. It's called The Red Bird Sings. Um, it's her first book. And I find it really interesting. It tells the story of um, a mother in the Wild West, for lack of a better word, um, around that time of like the 1800s, where her daughter is, well, her daughter dies under suspicious circumstances a couple of weeks after she gets married. And her mother um, then has, her mother is kind of suspicious of it, uh, but no one else is. And then her mother starts having visions that her daughter was murdered. So she kind of, the book is told from her perspective of her going on this kind of journey to find out who hurt her child, if someone did hurt her child, and can she bring her child to justice? And I find it just so interesting to read because... Like it's 200 years ago and women had no rights and what do you do if the person that you is supposed to take care of your daughter, her husband, kills her and then no one believes you? Mm. It's really, really gripping and it's it's heavy. (laughs) Um, But I think if you liked where the crawdad sings, it's kind of the same energy I think and obviously it's by an Irish author so it's better <laughs> absolutely 100% and also you know what you read the book and then you go and watch Love is Blind like it will counteract each other you know exactly <laughs> a nice exactly. little balance of very fluffy to a little bit darker which isn't a bad yeah. thing <laughs> Brian O'Neill VIP digital editor thank you very much for chatting to us thanks for having me